Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. As we gather, may we glorify your name And knowing well that as our hearts begin to worship We'll be blessed because we care Because we came, I'ma take it again from the top as we gather. Come on, as we gather, may your spirit work within us. As we gather, may we glorify your name, knowing well and knowing well that as our hearts. We're here to worship. We'll be blessed because we came. We'll be blessed because we came. The steadfast love of the Lord. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. For I knew every morning, knew every morning, Christ I prayed for this, oh Lord. The steadfast love of the Lord, come on. The steadfast love of the Lord ever seen. His mercy, His mercy ever come to an end. Come and say, Verbandu every morning, oh, new every morning. Great, great is thy faithfulness, oh Lord. 
yesterday, today, and forever. Time was created for us, Lord, to at least to know and acknowledge who you are. 
Therefore, this morning we come before you, O God. Your throne of mercy and your grace that found us, O God. And we say, be merciful in the name of Jesus. We humble ourselves before you, O God. And we say that let your word come and exalt us. Your, your word says that all scripture is given by the inspiration of you and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instructions into all righteousness that we may be thoroughly furnished unto good works. Your word says that the entrance of your word brings light, O oh God. Your word is a light unto a lamp unto our path and a light, Lord. May darkness disappear, O oh God. May spirit of depression disappear, O oh God. May knowledge come through the word. Because knowledge brings light, O oh God. And not only knowledge, may we have understanding, Lord. Because you say in your word, in all our gettings, we should get understanding. Lord, the application of the knowledge is what we ask. That that will be the wisdom that we need. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I empty myself for your people, oh God. And we see that enlighten us. May we have more wisdom. May we have more understanding. May we have more knowledge, oh God, in you. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And then the saints say, Beautiful. Please take your seat. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. 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 Are you happy to be in the house today? As Elfie said, on behalf of the Bishop of the Land. Apostle Joel and New York Constituency President, I want to welcome all of you. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the pastors, you are welcome. For those who may not know me, my name is Kwame Ousu Dekro. Hallelujah. Well, can we share the word of God now? Romans. We were sharing from this powerful, very anointed book that is loaded with wisdom, weapons that we need to excel under the sun. Hallelujah. And the title is Those Who Honor You. Those Who Honor You. Hallelujah. There's no one on this earth who is immune to honor. Are you with me, please? Should I say it again? There's no one on this earth who is immune to honor. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 3, chapter 13, verse 7. That is the foundational scripture. Romans chapter 13, 
verse 7. It says, Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? This is something that Paul um, was admonishing the people in Rome, using to admonish the people in Rome. Because there are times that in life, you, you come to a cross um, junction, you come to an intercession, is that you are not sure of what to do. Hallelujah. And I'm sure the people in Rome maybe had some a question concerning what Paul is trying to address. And he said, Render therefore to all their dues. Hallelujah. You do certain things. You go to restaurant. They serve you. You order a food. They serve you very nice food. You get appetizer. You get a main menu. The entree. You get a, um, um, what do you call it? The last part. Uh, dessert. Nice cake and everything. Hallelujah. After they have done that, you have to render to them what is due them. Am I saying it right, please? Hallelujah. And they say tribute to whom tribute is due, and custom to whom custom. Hallelujah. In other words, to whom custom is also due. You know, that, you know sometimes people ask questions as a pastor. You know, if you are going, you see, I've seen a very nice lady. You want to yoke yourself together with the lady. There are certain things that you may have to do, depending where the person comes from. Hallelujah. There are customs that sometimes you have to, you have to render to the family. You cannot say that, I live in the United States of America, and we don't have anything like that. I was born here. And because of that, I don't understand what you are asking. And therefore, I will not do anything. Hallelujah. You can easily not enjoy the family that you are, you know. And I always say, marriage is supposed to bring two families together. Are you with me, please? Should I say it again? Marriage is supposed to bring two families together. Not only the people involved in the marriage. The husband, the lady, and the man. Hallelujah. Because, and sometimes there's always misunderstanding. But if you are going to enter into a, you are going into a family and there's a misunderstanding, you always have to do your best for peace to prevail. Hallelujah. So that you will enjoy the union. Is it a good thing to say that place? And they say that fear to whom fear and honor to whom? Hallelujah. So this is something that we talked about last week. We talked about chapter one of the book, honor and our relationships. Any person that we see or we have a relationship with and we render honor to the person it strengthens the relationship. Hallelujah. You know, if you have a relationship with God, we have to learn how to honor Him. 
You have a relationship with Jesus. You have to learn how to honor him. You have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. You have to learn how to honor him. You have a relationship with your father and your mother. You have to learn how to honor. And in your honoring them, it strengthens the relationship. Can I have amen this afternoon, please? Hallelujah. You know, if you have a, a wife or you have a husband, we have to learn to honor. To honor means to regard, to recognize, to acknowledge, to respect. Hallelujah. Many of us, many times, after we stay together, we take the relationship that God has given to us for granted, especially in our marital homes. Hallelujah. But God is teaching you and I today. It doesn't matter how long we have been together. If we can really understand what we are talking about today and Anna, to whom Anna is due, I tell you, many of our relationships will continue to be stronger and stronger and stronger. Hallelujah. Anytime that you see your spouse saying that in this home, I'm not regarded. In this home, I'm not respected. No one cares about me. It's a sign that some things are being trivialized. Is it the right thing to say? After the person has worked so many hours, come home, you know, comes home and found out that there's, no, there's not much food in the refrigerator, stands on her feet or stands on his feet, you know, because not only ladies that cook, you know, I know some homes only the man or the man cooks. And there's nothing wrong with that. Hallelujah. That is another, another topic, you know, we will talk about it, you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. And after the person has done that, we need to recognize and acknowledge that. That is honor. We need to respect that. We need to say thank you to the person. Many of us brothers, we, even when they serve us, you know, it's not every uh, home that a husband is served. And therefore, if the woman recognizes you and serves you, I think the least we can do is to say, thank you. Hallelujah. And after you dip your hand or your spoon, your cutlery set, whatever that you used to eat, and you are really having something that is touching your soul, you know, because I don't know if they have something called soul food, you know. <laughs> it's touching your, your soul. You have to say, thank you, honey, for the food. Hallelujah. I thank God for your life. There are poems that you see the man working hard, extra hard, to keep the bills going, to keep the family going. We have to recognize that. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Anytime that we talk about Anna, the first thing our minds go to is thinking about money. Hallelujah. But Anna is not about money. Sometimes 
we can disrespect or not knowing that we are trivializing the person's presence and his usefulness, hallelujah, and his contribution into our life to the point that the time that you get to a point where you want to give them money, it is not appreciated. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Hallelujah. In fact, when I was going through this, I said to myself, I wish we can have some time because one hour, 45, one hour or 45 minutes, 15 minutes, whoever call it the time for the preaching cannot bring a lot of life because I've come to understand that and I've caught the revelation that honor, to honor someone is a weapon. Hallelujah. And it can lift us up from where we are to a level of your life that you cannot even imagine. Anna is not a ladder. It is a lift. It's, a, it's, a, it's an, um, 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 how do you call it? Elevator. When I was in Dubai, they told me the tallest building in the whole world to move from the ground floor to the last part of the building they said 50-something seconds. This type of elevator, I would not like to go inside. Ah, I'm going to turn my stomach and my intestines around. Yeah, that is how fast. Yeah, and that is how Anna can be. It took a few, I don't know, number of days or number of months that to turn Esther's life around. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. A village girl without any parents. Just for number one, she honored the uncle by listening and obeying his instructions, even though her life was at stake. Can I come down, please? Got the light, I can see your face well. Yeah. It's very nice to see all of you. Are you with me, brethren? Yeah. And I want us to come along to have it at the back of our mind that, you know, as we are entering Galatians 6 6, it's not about money at all. And this unknown thing, it's not for pastors. It is not for, you know, that is why you can see that I'm trying to cut across, you know, even the home. Our marital home. If many of us will recognize, the word is recognized and acknowledge and not trivialize the contributions from each other, including contributions from our children. Many of us grew up in an environment where when a man or a child is not supposed to have a contribution. No. No. Hallelujah. Yeah. There are times that they will bring their contribution, you will find out that <laughs> this particular thing will not work. But I think you should give the hearing Hallelujah. That is why sometimes many children, especially the teens, they switch off from coming to us. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? 
But I'm not saying, I'm not encouraging that, my dear daughter, my dear son, don't switch off from your parents. Hallelujah. You know, parents are the eyes of God for us to use them to see the world. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Therefore, when we are growing up and we have God gives us the grace to have parents, we have to recognize that and then use their eyes. Hallelujah. And I tell you, we will not make many mistakes. Hallelujah. Because, in fact, under the sun, there's no one perfect. So even though the father, daddy, or mommy may have good intentions, there are times that they also go off because there's no one perfect. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And then the other time, we, last two weeks, we define what is Anna. Who has it? In his or her nose. Hmm. I said that Anna is the discerning, is the celebration, and re the rewarding of men, or you can put into bracket women, for their distinctive difference and their contribution to mankind. In other words, to us. You can put your name there. Hallelujah. It is the discerning. In other words, if we, it takes the strength of discernment to be able to recognize somebody's distinctive difference. Hallelujah. Or his contribution into our lives. Hallelujah. And I said that this discernment, that is why many times, or many of us, we struggle to honor certain people. Until sometimes somebody draws our attention. Then the understanding comes. It's true. This person has done A, B, and C for me. Hallelujah. Are you with me, brethren, please? Yeah. I don't trivialize any anything that somebody contributes towards my life, towards the development of my future, towards the development of my, my profession, hallelujah, of my ministry, the ministry that God has given to me, hallelujah. I always tell my children, do always never criticize the professor that God has given to you. See the person as somebody who has come at this time of your life to contribute the, to the development of your future. So anytime that they've scheduled for office hours, I tell them that the first thing you have to do, acknowledge the person that way and say thank you for being my professor and contributing to the development of my future. And indeed, it is true. Because it's your, when you go to school, it's your chief future that you are developing. Many people become millionaires and they can't even know even the professor. They can't find the professor even to say thank you to the professor. Is that not true? 
Hallelujah. Brethren, are you with me, please? Yeah. It is the discernment. We need to come to a point that we will acknowledge. And therefore, any time that we do not discern, to see the distinctive difference and contribution of somebody into our lives, into our ministry, into our marriage, into anything that is dishonor. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Let's take this phone, for instance. This phone is in my life and it helps me to do many things. How many agree with me? Hallelujah. It makes life much easier. It brings, it helps me to manage one. What do you use your phone for? What does your phone, what does it, what does, what do you use it? To make calls. That means you are managing, it helps you to manage your relationships. Because if you don't call anyone, you don't have any relationship. Hallelujah. If somebody says, I like you, I love you, and you don't call the person at all, the relationship cannot continue. Am I saying something here? Yeah. As a pastor, it helps me to, excuse me, to pastor the people of God very well. Many people use their phone to manage their finances. Many people use their phone to manage even their children. That is why it gets to a point, you buy them a phone. You ask mommy and daddy, why did you give your daughter or your son this, the phone at this time? When he said, and they will give you a simple answer. I want to know where they are when they close from school. Is that not true? Therefore, if I act as I act like this phone, it's not important in my life. Hallelujah. Then that is dishonor. Hallelujah. And it's true. And as soon as I do that, I have put the phone in a state that it can easily not help me again. Because what it's doing, I'm trivializing it. It's understanding coming place. Hallelujah. Some weeks, a few weeks ago, I was talking about keys for activating favor. The merited, you know, the unmerited one is there, but the merited one, and one of the keys we said is Anna. And I remember saying that, you know, relationships and honoring people around is so important because sometimes we can easily be saying that, as for me, I don't need any man. I need God is my everything. If we say that in regard to the sovereignty of the living God, that one we are right. But I said, I remember I said that if God says yes to our prayers and man says no, the answer will remain in the realm of the spirit until the yes comes. Hallelujah. And that's why I said, all blessings come from God through men to men. You can put a woman's there. Hallelujah. Did you hear what I said? I said, all blessings come from God through men to men. Hallelujah. You know, David was at the backside of the desert, and I'm sure as psalmist as he was, was praying all the time that one day his life will also change. Hallelujah. 
when God said, I have chosen a man after my own heart, David did not know. God couldn't call David himself. He had to go through the prophet of the land at that time, who was Samuel, hallelujah. Samuel was still mourning Saul. And when God came, he said something, hallelujah. He said, how long are you going to mourn Saul? Look, seeing I have rejected him. First Samuel, I think first Samuel chapter, uh, is it chapter 15 or 16? Hallelujah. He says, seeing I have rejected him. That means someone, someone was still holding on to the fact that this king that I anointed, we don't have any king, therefore I'm praying that the answer will come through. Brothers and sisters, David, if Saul had not listened to God, David would have been at the backside of the desert for the rest of his life. Are you with me, please? We need to begin to recognize the importance of people. And let me tell all of us, including myself, is that Satan, eh, his tricks, he works all the time. Because if this statement I'm even giving is true, as we are seeing, and I can give you so many examples in the Bible, we are saying, look, look at the Cornelius' life. The man was a very proper person. He had servants. He had, he had money. He was praying all the time and giving alms. As chapter 10. Hallelujah. But when God wanted to save him, the angel came. The angel could not give the answer to Cornelius. God had to use Peter to come in. Therefore, if Cornelius had said that these young, young pastors that they have come, you, Peter, when your master was going, they were persecuting him and they asked you, do you know him? You were crying like a baby in front of, who are you to come to my house? What are you coming to do here? Are you with me, brethren? Hallelujah. But if you read that account, you will find out that on the morrow, as they went on, their journey and drew nigh unto the city. Peter went up to the house stop to pray about six, the sixth hour. The sixth hour is about 12 o'clock. Oh, sorry. The sixth hour. The first, the third, the sixth, the ninth. Yes, it starts with 6 a.m. So 6, 12, yes. 3, 6 p.m. Yep. Hallelujah. The next one, please. Pastor Anna is not here today. Who is going to help me to read? His, his wife, right? Give his wife the microphone. <laughs> and he became very angry and would have eaten. But while they made ready, they fell into a trance. Keep going. And saw heaven open and certain vessels descending, vessel descending unto him, as it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and let down the next one place. Where all the manna, the full four footed beasts, and the, the next one, yeah. And there came a voice from heaven, rise, Peter, kill and eat. Yes, please. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything. 
that is common or unclean. We know this story. Take me to a place that Peter, God explained that you cannot call anything I've created unclean. Because God wanted to use Peter to save the Gentiles. Because Cornelius was not a Jew. Hallelujah. Go to, go to the place that Peter understood everything and then went to. What did the man do? Go to verse 15, 16, 17. Go, keep going now. Now, while Peter doubted in himself what this vision which he had seen should mean, behold, a man which I sent from Cornelius made equity for inquiry for Simon's house, Simon's house, and stood before the gate. The next one. And called and asked whether, yes, give me the place that they went to their house. And, mm-hmm. Yes, please. Keep going. Then called he them in and lodged them. And on the morrow, Peter went away with them. Beautiful. And certain brethren from Joppa accompanied him. The next one, please. The next one. As Peter was coming in, 25. Beautiful. You are very smart. Cornelius met him and, f- and did what? At his feet. Did the Cornelius give money to Peter? No. That is honor. That is why I'm saying that. You know, I want us to come out of a place where Apache being by the grace of God and by the mercies of God, being faithful and being around. We have heard things like this. Galatians 6, Galatians 6, Galatians 6. And the first thing our mind goes to is money. Hallelujah. You know, many parents, sometimes they come to a point in their life, they don't need money. They don't need their children's money. Hallelujah. In fact, rather, when you go and visit them, I know kids that they have left home. When they go to mommy's house and daddy's house, the mommy's house and daddy's house, they look like grocery shop. Not only the grocery shop, they, tend, they go into the refrigerator and dish any food that they can find. Not only eating, they, when they finish eating, they take some home. I'm not there yet, but I've heard it. <laughs> and I'm sure if you have any grandma or a, a father or a mother who has grown up kids that they are, uh, um, I mean, they have their own place and things, they will testify what I'm saying. Yeah. So how, how come it doesn't occur to them that concerning my mom, when my mom calls, my mom is complaining that you don't call me. It's not about money. It's not about that. Yes, you may be any more. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Therefore, you know, without wasting much time, let's go into the levels of honor. Number one level, because I have so many things I can really share with you, but time will not allow us. Hallelujah. Hmm. Now, can you see that the book is very, really powerful? Look, I tell you, if we can, this is something that you, when you go home, you can also take it. You have it. The electronical, you have it. Physical one, you have it. Hallelujah. And let's go through. 
I tell you, Anna is a weapon. It brings victory. Hallelujah. It's not everything that we use the sword. You know, we use the sword to fight. But there are certain things you don't need the sword to fight with. When things are not going well at home, you can see that when you fight, it gets worse. Am I saying it right? But if we can and catch the wisdom and the revelation that God is giving to you and I, and see that this situation that is going on, I cannot fight with my husband. I cannot fight with my, my wife. I need to honor, recognize. I can even sometimes can't say, I cannot fight with my children. It's a no-no. All parents should come to a point where you will not fight with your children because they will say something to you. And when it hurts you, God will take them on. You are not going to take them on. The avenger will be God himself. And you will not like your children to be in that position. Am I saying something, please? I want us to come to a point to understand some of these spiritual principles. Hallelujah. I tell you, the heavens were close to Jesus, the Son of God. The one who came to save you and I for 30 years until he recognized the presence and the youthfulness of John the Baptist. Isn't that the Bible? Hallelujah. I think it's a good place to put your hands together for Jesus. Because you, I tell you, Jesus said that, you know, sir, you don't, I don't need you, you as you are coming. I don't even qualify to lace your boot, the, the lace of your boot or your sneakers. I don't qualify. And he said that suffer it to be so. My, my, um, um, Matthew chapter 3, verse, I think verse 13 going. Matthew chapter 3. Tell you, brethren, a principle is a principle. Let's come to a place where Anytime we hear the word H-O-N-O-R, money comes to mind. No. 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 It's the lifter of men. It can move you from nowhere to somewhere. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And if we disregard it and trivialize it, to the detriment of many things that God would like to do with us. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of what? Of him. The next one. But John forbade him, saying, I have no need to baptize of thee, and cometh thou to me. John recognized Number one, this person, I need to honor, I need to honor him. Because when we were both in the womb, we used to cause a little bit of communication here and there. Hallelujah. There was something special. And John descend and descend and really, I mean, have the spirit of discernment and saw the person who was coming at this time, except a few here and there in the synagogue and then the temple, Jesus teaching, reading the Bible, and things. many people didn't know. Because if you read the account, you find out that Peter and Co, they decided to follow John when Jesus, when John said, here comes the lamp of God. 
Am I saying it right? Here cometh the Lamb of God. If you read the account of John, right there, Peter and Co. they left John and they followed him. In even his introduction in his ministry on this earth, he needed man. John, God couldn't do it first. It was when man came in and he says, suffer, suffer it to be so. Now, give me that particular verse, verse 15. Verse 15. And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he said, Give me the, that means it is a principle. Hallelujah. It's an ordinance. And it's, it's something that my, my father, you know, recognizes on this earth. I cannot introduce myself. You cannot, you know, promote yourself. It has to come through somebody. I cannot. I cannot. As powerful as he was with uh, the anointing upon his life and everything, he would have just taken his Bible and everything and then begin to preach. That is why sometimes men are going to ask people, who is your spiritual father? Who ordained you? Who introduced you into this ministry? You cannot just rise up and begin to start a church. But sometimes we don't understand some of these things. Hallelujah. That is why God said, my people, we are the brethren. We are the, Christ, we the Christians. We perish because of lack of knowledge. It keeps us in a certain circle. Hallelujah. Give me New Living, trans, trans, new living Translation, my dear son. Thank you for helping us today. Yeah. You can see that it's an honor, right? Yeah. Look, I have come to understand, I've come to a point where any contribution that somebody gives, it doesn't reflect what the person's background. I always want to acknowledge that. Yeah. The church of God. Anyone who even give water. Sometimes some people give us water to drink after preaching. How can I trivialize that? I cannot trivialize that. I need to recognize that. And I need to honor that. Are you with me? Yeah, because look, our background there, you will find out that sometimes, sometimes, when people, God blesses people and they marry, Many people, even after they've changed their name, misses something. Many people struggle to call the person misses something. And we still stick to the maiden name. Hallelujah. Yeah. I try, always try my best to switch to the person's new name. Yeah. Obviously, when you start, it will not come with ease. If I have known Tiwa for years, everybody knows Tiwa, Tiwa, and now she is Mrs. Ajekum. It will not be obvious that when you see her, you will be saying Mrs. Ajekum easily. But consciously, 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 I intentionally, hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. We see someone has studied 
so many years and the person has the PhD. When you call Dr. So-and-so, Dr. So-and-so. And sometimes some people can pass is some trivialized comments. Ah, oh, but this doctorate thing too. Ah, it's because of something. Me too, I would have been a doctor by now. Become a doctor, we will also recognize you. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know if you, you get what I'm trying to say. Because we live in a society where now we trivialize everything. Everything. Recently I've been trying to, to study. It's not easy. Hallelujah. So if somebody is in the 50s and there's somebody, the person has, you know, continued in his or her education and has gotten this particular award, like PhD, we should recognize that. Don't trivialize it. And I tell you, many people, they don't even like, the, they don't even like you to call them a doctor. They don't like it. Because sometimes when you call them like that, they get confused. <laughs> Brethren, are you with me? New Living Translation say, But Jesus said, It should be done, for we must carry out all that God what? All that God what? Requires. That is the discernment. But John did not catch it. It requires surface it suffered, suffered it to be so. If I'm, I'm saying uh, suffer it to be so, that's the right way. Suffer it to be so. Now, it's God's requirement that I cannot just come and just push you aside without recognizing you as the, you are the voice now we have in the land and push you aside and start my ministry. No. 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 I have to. And then continue, verse 16. Give me the King James. Verse 16, King James, please. Thank you. And it says that Jesus, when he was, bab- he was baptized, went up straight out of the water. And lo, the heavens were what? Open unto him and saw the Spirit of God descending like dove and lighting upon him. Another version is verse 17. Verse 17. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, how come this voice never came until John put him in the water and he acknowledging John in his life, saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. This part of the statement, if we read the month, the, the, the transfiguration, in Matthew, I think Matthew 17, you will find out that when the voice came, it added another phrase. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Well pleased. Hear he him. Therefore, you read the Bible, the man will just run to a mountain and then people will be following 5,000 men go and sit down for 72 hours. What is 72 hours? Three days, even without eating. It took him to see that these people, they will faint. If I don't stop preaching and give them food, somebody will collapse here. He, he moved to the other side. Lake Gennesaret. You know, the Bible says that Luke chapter 5 verse 1, men pressed to hear him 
It was coming from that particular statement. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear he him. Just an honor. Just an honor. Hallelujah. Are you with me, brethren, please? And therefore, honor is very powerful. Very. I can give you so many examples. If no one we dishonor, anyone who has contributed, don't trivialize anything you know, at all. At all. Somebody gives you food, recognize that. So the first level is to recognize the person. Level number one. Levels of honor. I'm preaching from chapter 3. You find out that many of the verses I've given, they are not even in the book. So, I hear people sometimes coming to me, not in this branch. And, uh, Lighthouse, I've heard that you guys preach from books instead of the Bible. You know, <laughs> The book is just guiding me. Are you with me, please? Because if you open the book, you'll find that I've said a lot of things. They are not here. The first level of honor is when you are recognized. When you recognize the person, you come from work, you open the door, somebody is sitting down, you know, and then you are on the phone. Oh, okay. I know the supervisor. Today, ah, the way I was getting angry, you know, I don't know this work. Eh? I need to look for another work. I need to look for another job, you know. And then the person is sitting there, and then you keep going. Sometimes some of us will take you to the restroom and go and say in the restroom, chatter. You have finished wee wee, but you are still there. And the person is sitting down. The person, and then you come, you come and pass again. You go upstairs, go and change, and then you come, and the person is there. You cannot even recognize the person. Say so there, and he just give me a minute. Hi, Kim, how are you? Is everything okay? Ha, it has been a very tiring day, you know. By God is good, gracious, I've come back home. Let me change, I'm coming back, okay? It's even nicer to take and then continue to talk. wife has come. Hi, honey. Holding the remote. Ash, ash. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah, touch now. Go. I grew to the TV. You can't even see the person. And this touchdown, this American football, the only part you understand is the touchdown. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> I, I, I like to watch soccer with some of the friends, brethren, you know. And then, see that the person is sitting in the sofa. <laughs> I say, hey, this brother, if you get close to him, he will really use you as one of the soccer balls. <laughs> Kicking, you know. The person is just, you know, and people like that, they are so you know, into the soccer that they cannot even see you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Anna is to recognize. 
Hallelujah. There was first Kings, 2 Kings chapter 3. There was something that maybe I don't think we can have time. You know, where king of Syria and king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, you know, they wanted to go for a war. And then Jehoshaphat said, the way the thing was going, is there any man of God that we can inquire? And somebody says, Elisha, son of Shaphat. He's here. Who used to pour water on Elijah? He is here. And then when they went for first... Yeah, you are right. So the king of Israel, Jehoshaphat, and the king of them went down to him. And then, yes, verse 13. Give me 13. Jehoshaphat said... Elisha says, Elisha said unto the king of Israel, What have I do to do with thee? Can you see that? Get thee to the prophets of thy father and to the prophets of thy mother. And the king of Israel said unto Nay, for the Lord had called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. Go, go to the place that if he, he says, uh -huh. And Elijah said, As the Lord of hosts liveth, before whom I stand, surely, were it not that I regard, I honor, I respect, I recognize the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I will not look towards. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And therefore, regarding someone, recognizing, acknowledging, is a sign that. Hallelujah. You are not a person. Let's come to a point where many couples, you know, that believe that we are frustrated because we believe we provide everything and yet we don't give hearing years to our spouse's consent. Hallelujah. They say the thing that is worrying them, we trivialize it. And yet, physically, we want to give anything. He said, honey, what do you need? Take my card. Take my card, you know, go to Macy's and buy anything that you want. Hallelujah. Are you with me? And yet, we do, when they see something that is disturbing them, we trivialize it. It is not an honor. Hallelujah. That is why sometimes people say that, Reverend, I, I do everything. I, I don't know what else she's looking for. I don't know what else he is looking for. You know, she is not lacking anything. I work so hard. Yes, it's true. That part, thank God, we give you, you know, high five. But there's other aspects that you need to let the person know that I do regard, I do recognize you. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? The next level... Can you see that I said that we need retreat to go through for all of us to really dive into this subject and we see that many things will change. Many things will change. Even sometimes the prayer, if Esther had decided to fast and pray for Haman to die, I tell you, they would have been executed. Do you understand what I said? That's why I said that there are times that the sword, it cannot cut it. The sword to fight. Hallelujah. But Esther unnight her way into the palace 
and invited her enemy to honor her enemy to head to his death. Am I, am I saying it right? I don't know if you can catch that revelation. You know, there was no fight, nothing like that. And the king, you know, if it's okay with you, I want to, you know, throw, because the woman was not first, she was not supposed to be in the palace. And the king loved Esther to the point that the protocol that the woman went through, she would have died. So as soon as she got there, she, he stretched the scepter, said, hold it before anything happens. Remember, any place like it's a White House, you see the security is all around. Before the president will say, Jack, the chief security guy will pull the gun, even kill you. Why are you coming to this place without being invited? Brethren, are you with me, please? Yeah. Why are you coming to this place without being invited? They're shaking. Said that. If it is okay with you, I want to honor you by inviting you to a banquet. A banquet. And I would like my enemy. He didn't say my enemy. Naaman also to come. He was happy. Went home, told his wife, Zeresh, you know, Said that I'm the most important person. This banquet, no one is invited except me. He didn't know that he was talking his way into death. Then the banquet ended. The king said, Tell me, even if it is half of the kingdom, I will give it to you. The woman stood there. Said, I will not execute it now. Said, If it is okay with you, I want to invite you. But this time, I run. Not only around food, around wine. They invited him and came. Then after they finished eating, he said, what is it you want me to do? So if it is okay, there's something going on. And this man is the one who's orchestrating it. The Bible says that in Esther chapter 7, the king stepped out into his garden and Haman wanted to Nail down and apologize, please, on my behalf. My behalf. One revelation I caught over there. All men and many of us, when we get angrier, it's better not for us not to speak. Because at that time, the king was boiling. But he just stepped out to the garden. And he came back, he found out him and laying in front. So, are you not even afraid? You are going to just also sleep with my wife here? Then it ended. And that is how Anna can what that is what Anna can do. You don't need to do anything. Just for honoring the king. No weapon, nothing. No sword, no fight, nothing. The man was impaled on the gallows that he built. There are times that even we don't have to pray for certain things. We need to sit down quietly. My father and my mother. My pastor. Is there anything that I can do to honor my pastor? Is there anything I can do to honor my shepherd? Is there anything that I can do? Bishop Dark. I have I really do recognize Bishop Dark influence in my life and in my family. I cannot wink my eyes on it. It's not possible. No. You know. He may not be perfect. And there's no one perfect. 
That is why there's a riddle in Judges that someone, uh, Samson did. That riddle, maybe we should go and read it. Hallelujah. I'm closing. Yeah. Samson found a young lady from the other side of his, his life and wanted to, you know, was interested. Timna told the father that, can you go and tell the mother, I, said, I can't you find any lady here apart from this person? said, no. So as on their way to the enemy's camp, uh, nation, to go and talk to Timna for this relationship to start. Then when they were going, the high branch somewhere in the bush saw a lion. The Bible says that he turned the lion into two, like as if he was just raping a, a baby goat. And then left it and went. And then the place was a bush. They had trees over there. And then bees came and put the honey inside the carcass instead of putting it on the tree. When I was reading this, I think Judges, is it 14, 13, uh, one or the, we can, we can check it out. The revelation that came to me is that God can put the honey, what we need, in a vessel. That is you need to do, have revelation to go beyond the vessel. The guy ate and he gave some to the mother and the father. They didn't know that it was coming from a carcass. How can a bee put honey in a carcass? Except that God is telling us that I can put my, what you need, the sweet things that you need in life, things that can Make your life sweet, your marriage sweet, your finances sweet, your profession sweet. Everything, I can put it in the carcass. You need to go beyond the carcass and go for the thing. Are you with me, please? These are some of the revelations that when I, God reveals to me, I get excited. Because I know that something is changing in my life. I don't need even to stress on certain prayer. There are certain revelations. You act on them. You don't pray again. Hallelujah. You act on them. May it be that the carcass is around me, but there's something in me that Apache God has given to all of us. May it be? I don't know. And I'm saying the same thing for Bishop Dark. You can see sometimes... The church, the decisions, we change it and then we switch it. We change it and we switch it. Hallelujah. He tells you and I that it's a, a building in process. We are building. Hallelujah. And once it is your building, how many have built before? Sometimes you almost, ah, people are even living in. Sometimes you move the people and then you break certain parts and make some changes. You know, why do you make the change? You want the thing to look much better. That is you, always your intention. I have my sister and my brother-in-law in UK. They are, they are building that they started about 15 or 20 years ago for only three bedrooms. I'll tell you, they have broken the building so many times that I don't even know when they are going to finish. Anytime that they come down, they bring the pound sterling and everything. They break certain part of the building. <laughs> this is what time will allow us to put your hands together for Jesus, please. Ancient world.
truth, changing me and changing you. We have come with open hearts. Oh, let the ancient words impart holy words. Holy words, words. long preserved, long preserved for our walk, for our walk in this world, in this world. They resound, and they resound with God's own heart, with God's own heart. Let the ancient words, oh let the ancient words impart. Words of life, words of hope. Words of life, words of life. Words of hope, give us strength, give us strength. Help us cope, help us In this world, in this world, level of honor is when they listen to you gladly. And the next one I was going to give was is the third level of honor is when they change their behavior. Adaptation is a sign of honor. Hallelujah. And therefore when we are in our homes and we need to adapt the statement that we say, that is how I, I am. And that is what, what you see is what you get. It is not a sign of honor. Sometimes we need to make extra effort to make adjustments. Um, Joseph was, was asked to come to Pharaoh to explain the dream that Pharaoh has had at that time. The Bible says that he shaved and changed, you know, his cloth and went to Pharaoh. It's a sign that the person I'm going to meet, I can't take this thing. Some years ago, 
somebody says something to me. The man of God I've known for years where most of us we come from. Maybe I will say where I come from. And the, my cousin who a lady was saying that I will be sitting down with the man of God's wife in the evening around 3 o'clock. We are all pastor's wives. You know, we'll be chatting, chatting. Around 4 o'clock, she will say that I'm going home because my pastor and my husband is coming. He said, if you go to the house at that time, you see that the person has changed. I've done the hair. Why? Because she wanted to let the husband honor the husband by adapting or changing what she had on. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? How many of us here who say that with the works, the, the, the domestic engineering that we do, and we thank God for all of you mothers here and grandmas that you help us, especially, I'm talking about mothers especially, the domestic engineering means that staying home and, and I'm adding engineering because many times it's more than work done. It means that work is difficult done. The work that you step out. Hallelujah. If you do it well, you find out that it's tough and it's very difficult. We we'll say that my husband is coming. Look at how the kids have really run me down. Let me go and change because my husband is coming. Ancient words, please. Ancient words, ever true, changing me and changing you. We have come, we have come with open hearts. Oh, let the Father, we thank you this afternoon, God. Thank you for all these revelations. It is the revelations that, Lord, you used to move us to another level of our lives. For all the years and the months, Lord, we have known Anna to be giving a gift to someone who has contributed, who has been useful. Someone who has been a blessing to us. But today you have shown us, Lord, it is not only that. It is not only that. There are so many aspects concerning this particular thing. And therefore we ask, oh God, you will help us to walk in what we have heard. Next week, Sunday, is Galatians 6.6. A day we have set aside to appreciate our pastor, the man of God, the shepherd, the evangelist, the prophet that you have given to us. Father, we ask that we will do something different, Lord, in the name of Jesus. May we not only just give, give, but even as our lady pastor said, pray for him. Pray that he will have strength. Pray that Lord, his Maria, his pray for his children and his, his wife. That as he goes, Madagascar, go to Malawi, and all the nations to share the gospel, that saving people's lives, bringing healing, bringing salvation to people, Lord, he also, his home, and his marriage, and his life also be protected. 
we ask that you give us the grace as we pray, we pray for you. Lord, we bless you. Thank you for the shepherds. Thank you, Lord, as a pastor, the shepherds and the sheep you have given unto me. I ask, oh God, that the grace to recognize and acknowledge and regard and respect everyone irrespective of the person's background in the name of Jesus. Thank you for their lives. Thank you for those who even come and listen. If they don't come, there won't be anybody standing here preaching. Thank you for those who have taken the, 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 the power and working with us in the vineyard as workers of God and as shepherds. Thank you for their lives. Thank you. Thank you for the pastors. Thank you for Pastor Nana. Thank you for LP Pan. Thank you, oh God, for LP Anita. Thank you. What would I, what would we, what would I have done without these pastors? Help you, oh God. I bless you for their for their lives. Thank you. As we live here, Lord, not only in the house, our parents and what the people contributed. Our mothers. Some of us, our mothers single-handedly did, did everything, Lord. May we not trivialize that. Sometimes our fathers, oh God, sometimes substitute mothers and fathers. Sometimes when no one was there, a friend, a, a stranger came in, Lord, and took us and nurtured us as a son and as a daughter. May we not disregard these people, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Even for friends who sometimes see us, and there's something that God has placed upon us and recognize and honor us, Father, we recognize them and bless them also in the name of Jesus. We bless you. We honor you in Jesus' name. And let the saints say, We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.